Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Remember... Nick Bosa and Chase Young bookended the same defensive line at the Ohio State. This is I, Rob Paul, the armchair scout, a.k.a. Jim Trestle's sweater vest stylist. That was funny, wasn't it? And with me, as always, is AJ Khakis are for losers, Marchese. This show is a perfect combination of The Wire and Melrose Place. You know who's what. <laughs> Today, we're going to break down the best and worst rookie performances from Week 12 in the NFL. And then, of course, we'll preview and pick the Week 13 matchups. Thanksgiving's on its way. Mondo! Let's gonna... hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby going out. To Vegas, maybe, looking for a young or a 2-0. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. I didn't like that. Now you can increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, which for me, is never. But if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Bluetooth helps you follow through. Bluetooth is prescribed online and uh, ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Uh, just make sure you answer the door. They're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment absolutely free. When you use our special promo code armchair, all you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's a steal. Again, that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-Chew.com, promo code armchair to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Seven Rounds in Heaven with my baby. Wow, AJ. I mean, Mando. Mando, you son of a bitch. 
okay, no senior bowl additional acceptances since yesterday's episode where we hit on only Denzel Mims. Like I said, it seems as if the majority of uh, acceptances that will be accepted in the near future yep. have already happened. Uh, certain schools hold them. Washington, for example. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. throw shade at the Huskies. <laughs> Losing the Apple Cup. Multiple schools do it, but I'm throwing shade at them. Uh, and then Nagy tweeted out recently that I think he said twenty. they have 26 more to send out still, and they're still deciding on that. Um I am interested in seeing if, uh, if the, like, should, we, we talked a bit a lot of this yesterday, but just how they fill out the running backs and mm-hmm. what additional quarterbacks they add with uh, the top seniors like Burrow, Herbert, and Hurts. Quarterback's always the most exciting position, like, for, for announcements at least, right? It, it, and it also gives you, uh, like, a, um, an additional idea of how the NFL is viewing certain quarterbacks that maybe we haven't done nearly as much work on. Um, Mason finds a guy I know some people are really high on. Mm-hmm. So, like, a guy like that, for example, you find out pretty quickly if the NFL's into him or not. Yep. Because um, uh, I, I would say right now the only four senior quarterbacks I'm certain will be there are Herbert, Hurts, Burrow, and Anthony Gordon. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. After that, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's pretty open after that. Yeah, so I, I'm excited. Uh, we'll get there. Um, Might have to be post bowls for the rest of the acceptances, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, which gets me excited because I love bowl season. Anyway, this is an NFL specifically <laughs> rookie show, so uh, uh, on to it. I say, Mondo. Uh, week twelve rookie superlatives. First, we'll obviously hit our rookie quarterback rundown. Uh, let's start with Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback uh, in a nineteen fourteen loss to the Bears. Um, wasn't great. Covered the spread, though. Yeah, so that's that's a big bonus for AJ. When AJ evaluates a quarterback, you've got to make sure they're covering the spread. Especially, that's why so high on Joe Burrow, consistently yeah. covering the spread. Good quarterbacks cover the spread. It's a fact. A fact. Um, in the AJ quarterback rules, similar to the Bill Parcells, yeah. except instead of wins, it's spread covers. Spread covers, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dan- Daniel Jones threw for 150 in two scores, but... It was a lot of the same in terms of lots of short throws, um, nothing too exciting downfield. Uh, they obviously they, he threw two touchdowns, but they were given pretty good field position uh, for those touchdowns. It wasn't like yeah. he drove the team all the way down the field or anything. And also had another lost fumble. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's his specialty. It's and the, him and Carson Wentz just fucking love to fumble. They yeah, it. it's it's his his lack of pocket awareness is I think the biggest worry for me right now. Mm-hmm. Just because it's been like it's it's been outside of that first game, it's been like every single game. Yeah, I, it's it's a pretty cool stretch to be honest. It's pretty neat, like in a bad way, but it's cool. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> again for them because I think Pat Trimmer is going to be gone. It's going to be super important to see who they yeah. hire. And getting a play caller who meshes with what Daniel Jones does well, like the RPO game, the yeah. play action pass, and all that, it's extremely important. And building that offensive line because obviously they have the weapons around them when they are healthy, they just haven't been that healthy. Yeah, that's the big issue. All right, next quarterback up, a little bit of a surprise that he entered the game. Devlin Duck Hodges. People forget he's a rookie. 
because he looks like such a seasoned vet. Yeah, he feels like one, too. Uh, in relief of Mason Rudolph, threw a touchdown, 118 yards. I mean, Duck wasn't good, but Mason Rudolph set the bar so freaking low yep. that Duck is clearly the more confident quarterback right now, um, is at least willing to push the ball downfield. Uh, I, I thought, like, considering the circumstances and considering he's undrafted rookie, pretty solid game I, I know the touchdown was a lot of james washington after the catch but yeah. kind of steadied their offense a little more than mason rudolph could what what do you do with mason rudolph now i think he's washed like it's done you found out really fast that he's clearly not the guy i don't know how pittsburgh said after taking him that he was up there with any of the like they said he was their quarterback one yeah didn't they have like a first round on him and stuff yeah and that's why yeah. they, they took him. In the there first. was a lot of Mason Rudolph fans. Let's, let's not pretend, but... Um, yeah. I, I, th- think, I think a lot of the Mason Rudolph fans, like the actual fans of him who p- believed he could be a first-round pick, belonged to more of the big media. Like, a lot of draft yeah. Twitter hated Mason Rudolph as a prospect. Yes. Um, outside of uh, Cian Fahey or whatever his name is, who said he's the best quarterback since Marcus Mariota. <coughs> um, don't shade. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't even know if you can trust him to be a, a backup in the league anymore. Anyways, no. uh, but hey, we're not talking. Ho- Mason. Hodges looks like he can, considering he's an undrafted rookie out of Sanford and he's yeah. unfazed entering games in this situation. I know it was the Bengals, but at least you've got a guy who you're going to keep around for a while, at minimum in preseasons and training camps. Yeah, he feels like another one of those uh, classic Pittsburgh backups that we've. Drone to love in the past round. Byron Leftwich, Charlie yeah. Badge. Charlie Badge. Bruce Gredkowski. Yeah, exactly. They've had good backup quarterbacks. They have. Dennis Dixon. Tommy Maddox, if you count him, although Ben dethroned him. Uh, okay, in Poor that Tommy. same game, across the field, Ryan Finley played so bad. Andy Dalton's back in business for the Bengals. Uh, fin- Finley's numbers aren't too bad. Yeah. 192 yards, a score over 7 yards per attempt, under 50% completion. Yeah. It, his just lack of arm strength was so blatant in this game, and watching this game, I thought I was going to die. Watching <laughs> Finley versus Rudolph, I've never been so, I mean, I'm biased because I am a Steelers fan, but just, it was just gut-wrenching trying to sit through this game. Isn't it crazy, like, at North Carolina State, he had such an amazing arm. Like, the arm talent was unquestionable. Not... Everyone knew it. Like, come on. I, I, Finley is in that same tier with Mason Rudolph, where it felt like the big media hyped him up. Yes. And like most of draft Twitter disliked him. It, it felt like you were drafting a backup at best. Yeah, and they took him in my like I I didn't have him as a uh, top three hundred player. <laughs> and they took him in the fourth round, early in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've seen some people saying like, well you shouldn't have gone away from Andy Dalton at all. Well, Which I don't think is fair. I I think the point was they were gonna they, they I mean losing is a positive for them right now. Yeah. And then on top of that is you might as well find out what Ryan Finley is. It sucks for Andy Dalton though. Of it course. does, yeah. But I mean, um, it sucks being on that team for Andy Dalton, anyways. It also doesn't really make sense to go back to him now, like, the, uh, it, it, because you if you accidentally win games and then don't have the number one pick, that wouldn't be great. They, they got a really... I mean, they're, what, two games ahead of everyone now? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. They have uh, two games on the Giants, I believe. Yeah. I mean, 
We've been saying it. Fucking throw Dol Dolgal in there. Like, why not? I, I, as a, uh, not a fan of Andy Dalton, but I do enjoy Andy Dalton, the person. Um, hopefully, at least this gives him a chance to kind of like show Help he can himself. still be a bridge quarterback yeah. for the Bears or something. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm happy Andy's starting again, but I'd rather see Dolgal. I'm, I'm gonna give him some props for uh, realizing Finley's not the answer quickly what i mean everything everyone knew it i i know uh, yeah, i don't just... know how you it would make more sense not to go back to andy dalton though so i don't know why would you give them props because i, I don't know I, like you you've seen some like uh teams fucking think that like look at kyle allen like i know he's been a lot more impressive than finley was but uh they still pretend like he might be the answer at least they recognize that finley is yeah i know but, everyone but, knows but, it whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah who like what do you mean they're pretending Cam Newton's injured? It's not like they can go back to Cam. So I don't no, I know, think that's like, a good side by side comparison. Like Kyle, right. Kyle Allen's look like at least a top. Like I don't, I don't think Kyle Allen's the future or anything. But he looks like a a very 40. high level backup. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying though. I just don't think like going back to Andy <laughs> Dalton and doesn't really make sense. For I'm not saying anything I, they're I, trying to do. I'm saying go to Jake Delgado. I'm just saying at least they're not trotting Finley out. More but more. they should. Because you know what Andy Dalton is, and he's going to be gone, so why not just lose games with Ryan Finley? I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Oh, but. it doesn't. It doesn't. Joe Burrow's <laughs> going to be the quarterback. Yeah. Unless they accidentally win games because of Andy Dalton. Um, final yeah. rookie quarterback. No Kyler Murray this week. Unfortunately, the Cardinals were on bye. Uh, Dwayne Haskins got Washington a win, kind of. Uh, I wouldn't really give him much of the credit for it. Uh, he did not look very good against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, I don't think it was a great look that he couldn't take the knee to end the game because uh, he was in the stands. I, I, I like, I don't blame Haskins so much for that, where it just makes the Washington Washington's organization, which we already know, but yeah. it makes them look unorganized and incompetent. Uh, yeah, they don't have a head coach, so why would we like you? You know, we shouldn't be surprised. And again, it's Washington. Yes, um, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give Dwayne Haskins shit for this. Well, I mean, it's not a good look for him either. I don't think. I. It's not like he like the fact that he's in this. You, that 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 was an amateur move. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I know, but I'm not gonna not kill him for this. Not knock him, but but again, not this. a great look, especially when you played so poorly against the Lions. Um, you won, got the dub. Yeah. Thanks to Steven Sims' kick return touchdown. Yeah, baby. Uh, and Quentin Dunbar and Fabian Morrow. Um, yeah, baby. But I, I like if you were to search for positives, Haskins' movement in the pocket I thought was something mm-hmm. uh, that that he did well uh, under fire. Obviously, the offensive line's terrible. He missed Terry McLaurin for touchdown. Yeah, uh, he off target a lot to Terry McLaurin, who you'd hoped he'd have the most chemistry with. Yes, McLaurin bailed him out a couple times. Um, it's going to be really key hiring the right guy because Haskins doesn't look ready to be on the field. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, bad week for all three rookie quarterbacks, except for Duck. Yeah, I mean... I guess Duck wasn't that good either. But. Outside of Kyler Murray, um, like Daniel Jones, outside of his first week, I, I don't think I've seen a game where I'm like, Daniel Jones is the answer. You know what no. I mean? You feel, I don't know, you feel okay about him. Yeah, and that comes back to, like, I think he's a Ryan Tannehill type of quarterback. Yeah. 
I mean, like you feel that's like you a have big a compliment s- now. Looking at Tannehill's, those Titans, fucking sick. Like you feel like you you have a starter, but not an elite passer. Yeah, yeah like know. yeah, he's an Andy Dalton. If you surround him with talent, I think he can get the job done. But getting that talent there is key. Otherwise, you you've got like a low end starter. Yeah. Like not a Super Bowl. I mean, it's early to yeah. say that, but that's no. I, he I, he I, looks like the same guy he looked like at Duke. Yeah, where he's gonna get them to a bowl game, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, like they might. I don't know. Beat like Georgia Tech. That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. That's ACC versus ACC. Anyway, they might but, beat Georgia Tech. You're not wrong. <laughs> rookie of the week. Who you got? Offensive rookie of the week. Oh fuck! I forgot we do this. <laughs> I have two defensive guys. Go first. I'll, I'll spitball. Uh, okay, I went with uh, AJ Brown, the Titans receiver. Uh, they just dominated the Jaguars. He had four mm-hmm. for 135 and a touchdown. Touchdown was a huge yak play. Um, he looks like he's just gonna he's he's gonna consistently be one of these top yak receivers. I don't think he's. Um, like a true wide receiver one or anything, but I think he's gonna be a high end wide receiver two. Uh, he's looked a, uh, a lot better with Tannehill in there too, obviously. Um, yeah. Not super consistent week to week, but I, I do think uh, like he he can be that jumbo slot type. He just does so much damage after the catch. He needs to clean up some route running. Um, he's just such a big receiver. Building that tight ends offense going forward is going to be. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the play call, I don't know. Like, Arthur Smith, do you, you keep him around? No. I wouldn't either, but who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you like what you see from A.J. Brown for sure. I, again, it has been, incons- has been inconsistent. I have him later in this, spoilers, as a cheat way. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, I'll, 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 for me, on the fly, I'll pick Devin Singletary. Had a pretty good game against the Broncos. 21 carries, 160 yards, uh, 5 yards per carry. I think you're happy with that. You think? I think you got it. Look, I can't get into Sean McDermott's head, Rob. As much as I keep trying. Sean's looking for 7. He's looking for 7 yards per carry. He's been really good, man. He's like I think at this point you got to say he's been the second best rookie running back. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean. Most consistent. Without, I, know, I think almost without question. Yeah, I mean. Sanders have been weird. They don't use him well. San- yeah, Sanders is third, I guess. Yeah, and then Montgomery, but he's not been impressive. Anyways, Montgomery's been bad. Yeah, exactly. But I, there hasn't been too many guys. Anyways. Well, Kareth White, but more on him in a bit. More, more on him in a bit. Um, yeah, I think you got to be happy with Devin Single up there. And, like, I'm that's intre- what they needed. I'm yeah, interested to see what they do. Um after the season with the running back position, whether they think Singletary's like the, that alpha dog in the backfield going forward, yeah, or if they're looking to pair him with somebody, because obviously right now it's him and Frank Gore. Obviously Frank Gore's not like a long-term answer. So I'm interested to see if they like, because it, again, it's a really deep, like we, uh, on yesterday's show, we were talking about Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the fourth round. Like yeah. if they went out and got it, maybe not him, but one of these backs who we think can immediately make an impact in the NFL and just pair him with that, like a Cam Akers even, Mm-hmm. Um, or e- even on like a more not to say Singletary's not powerful but he's very small uh, yeah. awesome contact balance for his size but getting a, a bigger back perhaps maybe even like a Najee Harris if he declared I uh, no I agree and I, I like the guys you're saying out there because I 
I don't look for a running back to replace single or not replace, but you know, add to Singletary until uh, day three. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, unless like some something extreme happened, like the the fourth round feels like a sweet spot to get that comp. Like, not I don't want to say complimentary because it feels like that means like playing one in every ten snaps or something. It'd probably be a little bit more of that. Yeah, yeah. Because Singletary can do so much damage as just a pure like satellite back as well. So just. Having two backs, I think, is always the answer, right? Right now, at least, unless you have an elite talent, um, like a like a guy that like you know, five carries to every one carry a little more. Well, like I mean? even look at Alvin Kamara without Mark Ingram this year. Not to say he's had a bad season, but he's been, been less consistently effective Absolutely. without that Mark Ingram type running back. And even the Ravens, with obviously Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram carrying that running game, they still go to Gus Edwards. They do. Uh, the, the, fuck, the Saints should have re-signed Mark Ingram. Was, the, yeah, they. it was like very little difference between him and Latavius Murray's contracts considering how big a difference they are in talent. Is Latavius Murray one of like the most like overrated players in like GM circles? Because <laughs> like, he's constantly getting gigs. He's not very good. Uh, I think most people believe. like He's like the worst running back to ever make the Pro Bowl. I know, but he keeps... Getting decent money and decent can, jobs. Can I quickly break some news that will not be breaking news when this is listened to? Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke's taking first-team snaps. Ooh. Tom Pelissero quote tweets, assign the rookies in line for his first NFL start this Sunday against the Gi- or against the okay. Chargers. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that'll be... Uh, the, the, the talk that he wouldn't play this season seemed ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I think we've mentioned it multiple times that they should play him and he said he's healthy and ready to play and I figured they're going to wait until after the bye week which makes sense and now it's a couple weeks after the bye so get him in there yeah I'm, I'm excited it gives you a reason of like I respect to watch the Broncos I, I love Brandon Allen and all Arkansas quarterbacks but also it's a little bonus for me because I'm going to start him in fantasy uh, <laughs> true I mean good for Brandon Allen though he's established that he'll be in the league for a bit yeah, no, that's the, him and Jeff Driscoll. That's, they did what they had to. I, I love Jeff Driscoll. I love both of them, anyways. Neither is very good, but sure. Um, they deserve to be in the NFL. That's okay, who, who, who you got for defensive rookie of the week? Okay, I forgot how this how we do it. I will remember next week, Rob. Well, you I can name, name both guys wrote down. I, I won't be offended. Well, I will be, but I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I paired two guys, baby. Oh, my God. No, but it doesn't make sense. But it's cool-ish. I don't know. Anyways, I'll throw the first one down. I'll Sounds go with Devin stupid. White. It is stupid. Don't worry. Devin okay, White. no. Now I like it because I think I know who the second guy is. Yeah, you know who the second one is. Yeah, De- uh, Devin White, um, he, he'd he been having these flashy games. Yeah. And this, I think, was his flashiest of the games. Absolutely. Uh, eight tackles, two sacks. The one sack was, like, untouched. He just came through the middle. We saw, Which uh, we saw a lot of. I think he, one of uh, his underrated things he did at LSU was his ability as a blitzer not a pass rusher but just his ability to time a blitz and explode because he's such a freaky athlete you saw him pick yeah. up lots of sacks in that similar way to the sack that you were talking about where, where the running LSU. back just doesn't see him coming or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly uh, the other one though he did he was like a bit of more of a pass rusher a little more out wide beat a guy and got to Matt Ryan so uh, that's a very like he like you said he's he was, it was flashy, and it was a like, okay, this was a solid game from Devin White. And I think, like, four weeks ago I said he needs to step it up or whatever. And uh, now he's putting it together and looking like what they fucking hope that he looked like. I think people would be surprised to hear that. I think, like, Devin Bush and Devin White, 
Like Devin Bush isn't hasn't been that much better than Devin White. Um. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in the season, I agree. Yeah. Uh. Who Who are you pairing him with? So I got a pair with Jamel Dean, baby. Jamel Dean is. Uh. We talk about him more than any podcast ever. Because <laughs> it's it's the brand. I think I talk about it every single week. Uh. So he didn't get. He didn't play last week, which doesn't make any sense because no. he's the he's the best DB on that team right now. Five PBUs in this game. Uh, one of them was a beautiful diving one against Calvin Ridley on the sideline. He's killing it. He's, I think PFF loves him. He's Who really, doesn't love Jamel Dean? He's really athletic and really long. Long, yeah. And, I mean, the, the reason he fell had to do with injury, like a very long injury history and knee issues. Yeah. But, um, he like, he still went fair. Like, it's yeah, he, 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 he kind of went surprisingly high considering that. The end of the third, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and like you said, they've, they've drafted a lot of, uh, DBs the last two, three years, yes. and he is the one who has the brightest future. Just, I, again, I don't know why he didn't play last week. That was strange. I, I don't know. Carlton Davis was pretty good in this game too, but anyways. Um, and, and he is just a PBU monster. I yeah. think, so the 12, last 12 three, in three games or something. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. The number is insane over his last three games. So, or like one every 12 snap. I don't know. He's killing it with it's, PBUs. It's, it's ridiculous. But it's the perfect combination of where he's emerging as a legit corner, it seems, and the, the, the offenses haven't caught up and they're still targeting him, right? Yes. So that's when you get in the perfect mix. Like, like that's what you see, like, rookie second-year corners putting up big interception numbers, and then eventually they go away from them, right? Because they're still attacking him, and then he's showing up that he can do it. So Yeah, no, he is uh, – if I was a Bucks fan, I'd be very pleased with how, how – how quickly he's come along the last yeah. uh, like three games he's played in. Especially given all these other dudes that just have disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my defensive rookie of the week is a name we've heard many times, Nick Bosa. Yep. Again, good, pretty good numbers against the Packers. Three tackles, a sack, uh, another QB hit. Fumble but, recovery. Yep. Yeah, and a fumble recovery. But he, he was so much more disruptive than the numbers Absolutely. show. Yeah. Like, he was given... He was given... Uh, that poor back a break tackle after Belaga left injury, he was giving him hell. Just his his ability, um, j- like he's not like an elite athlete, but obviously he's an explosive athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, but just his ability with his hands makes such a difference. Absolutely, yeah. And his pass rush repertoire is already so deep. He's got so many moves, so many counters, like. Nothing makes me more excited than when I see the Bosa double swipe and we see Chase Young use it now. Um, the Bosa's, Chase Young, every Ohio State edge should just <laughs> learn the, the double swipe because it is badass. What what a, what, a, what an ass kicking, by the way, by the Niners. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're very, very fun. I think we both picked the Packers last week and we, we look bad. Yeah, um, but that Niners team, they're, they're one of my favorite teams to watch just because of Nick Bosa. Like that like speed that, to power sack was nasty. But that whole front seven just like it's well, Fred really fun Warner's to watch. all of a sudden should be an all pro off ball linebacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They've they've drafted really well uh, defensively, and they made yeah. good free agent signings. Even like I I know a lot of people, and I know he's injured now, but Quan Alexander was awesome before he got injured. You know what's yeah for sure. You know what's even cool like like the big four or five guys on that on that defensive front get all the credit, but like. D.G. Jones has been so good this year, too. And before Ronald Blair got hurt, he was very underrated. Yeah. D.J. Like Jones was really good, especially against the Packers. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, in the Seahawks game, he was really good, too. Anyways, he got hurt in that game. But, yeah, yeah they, they're, they're front seven just having such a 
such a fucking year. Yeah, uh, but Nick Bosa, I mean, there's no way he doesn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year. No. Um, I th- do you think there's a chance Kyler Murray could overtake Josh Jacobs? Yes, I think. I, I think there's a chance, too. I, I think that's a legit conversation to have. Just a, a lot of it has to do with, like, right now, I would pick Josh Jacobs over Kyler Murray. But I think, like, I had to have this own thought conversation with myself. I'm just talking to myself on the streets about it. But um, just because the value a quarterback brings over mm-hmm. the running back, like that, I think that's where the conversation begins to argue Kyler Murray over Josh Jacobs right now. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, okay. Worst rookie you saw, a.k.a. the Ryan Finley Award. Yeah, okay. So, thanks for the spoilers. But this is purely out of respect. And to say goodbye, I had to choose Ryan Finley. Good night, sweet prince. I think every week you've chosen Ryan Finley. Am, am I wrong? No, no. I'm, I'm com- <laughs> that, I think that was a compliment, wasn't it? I know. I just... I, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy a little bit now. Uh, I also Ryan Finley, but I'll throw out two others. Justin School... Even though the Packers, yeah. the Packers got their asses handed to them by the 49ers, Justin School really struggled and got benched. That kind of sucks. Like, he was so good when Staley was out. Well, we talked about this. Yeah. He was so good. And I feel like it's just a disruptive, uh, uh, like, obviously it makes sense that they went back to Joe Staley, but yeah. that can, like, kind of shake the progress a player's making to yeah. go from starting multiple weeks in a row to hitting the bench and then getting kind of thrown back into the fire mid-game. It is, play yeah. A Packers pass rush that, although they struggled, he's still facing Zedarius Smith and Preston Smith. Yeah, for sure. Who else do you have? Uh, Corey Ballantyne, the the <laughs> Giants corner. He just couldn't. Every big Bears passing play, it was kind of at him. Um, Poor Corey Ballantyne. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Allen Robinson, I mean, it's a, not a fair matchup for Ballantyne to be matched up with Allen Robinson, who is a Pro Bowl caliber receiver just with a bad quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, they, they even had a, they were playing him both outside and at nickel and he was in at nickel and Anthony Miller was giving him the goods it was just a bad matchup for yeah. him to be like he shouldn't be on the field it's hard to blame a, a day three rookie corner who yeah. has to face guys like that yeah no that's that's fair that's why he had so many tackles he had nine tackles because he just gave up at reception after his step <laughs> but he's yeah, making least, his tackles he's making the tackles that's you gotta give him some credit for that okay primetime star so uh, Nick Bosa was in one of one of these categories for me. I don't know what that means. He was one of the guys in this category, but uh, my number one choice gotta be Hollywood and Hollywood baby. My only thing with Hollywood, I, th- I think Nick Bosa, yeah, the, the, the like I think Nick Bosa dominated from end end to end in this game. Ho- yeah. Hollywood, he dropped that one touchdown. Touchdown. It was like it was slightly behind, him, but know. obviously should have been a catch. It should have yeah. been a catch. Um. So. Uh, that I, I still have him here as well. It just kind of sucks because he could have a hat trick. But yeah, five for forty-two, two scores. Hollywood yeah. and Hollywood. Um, I I hope they they kind of add one more guy to that receiving core. It, mm-hmm. It's obvious they don't. It's strange because it's not like a massive need, and it's in theory because of the way their offense operates. And they use the tight end so heavily, like Mark, yeah. like Mark Andrews Boyle, and even Hayden Hurst are all yeah. like fairly involved. I'm obviously Mark Andrews is extremely involved, and Hollywood's been really good as a rookie when healthy. And like Willie Sneed's done a good job of the slot for them. And we saw some a bit on him in a bit, but Miles Boykin even. So I don't and, know. Um, I like I think entering the season, pe- people, including myself, thought they could go receiver again. Maybe not in the first round, but on day two. Mm-hmm. And I think just 
the way this offense operates that it's not necessarily as drastic a need. Hell, even Seth Roberts looked pretty good in this game. And DeAnthony <laughs> Thomas was returning punts. That's true. I love DeAnthony Thomas. Everyone does. It's true. Um, yeah. Anyone else for you? Uh, no, I thought those two really stood out. The Thursday mm-hmm. night game, the Texans-Colts, uh, there wasn't Colts. like anybody yeah. I thought that uh, necessarily stood out and to be, be called a primetime star. Like, 100% agree, Ralph. Uh, underwhelming performance? Uh, Got to go with one of my favorite players oh. in the world, Rob. Oh, my God. DK Metcalf. I knew that was the answer, so I didn't pick him. Yeah. Uh, like, it's three catches for 35 yards, uh, six targets, but... The other three uh, balls hit his hand. The one he like it was it was a tough adjustment catch, back shoulder, but he should have brought it down for like I don't know twenty yards. Then the the next one was uh, like the wind it was the wind was whipping in Philly on Sunday, but uh, Russ basically had him. He didn't read the ball too well, hit his hands. Tough catch, but again should have brought it in. And then the last one it's hard to hard to knock him because it was like a full on outstretched diving um, diving play that he just gonna bring the ball down on. Uh, so it's like it, it's not like I'm knocking him for all three. The, the one he should have brought down, I guess the second one too. But it just it could have been such a bigger performance. And really for the Seahawks, it could have been a game where they just blew the, the doors off the Eagles and they didn't. So his performance is kind of like telling of the whole team, to be honest. Not the defense though, but the offense. Yeah, he he's had obviously these these games where we've seen massive plays he makes. He, he's left plays on the field. Yeah, and, and we've talked about that before, specifically that fumble. I don't know how many weeks ago that was now. but The Niners game, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that just comes with being a rookie. You've seen yeah. so much good that you just know, like, year two, if he takes that, that step you're supposed to take, that he's going to be the perfect wide receiver, too, like, to Tyler Lockett. On the one where the, the ball, I, I, you got to think the wind picked it up a bit. Um, he just toasted the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a double move uh, post route. And, like... Yeah, it's not like he at, wasn't getting open. No, after his break, it, he just... The way he separated was so impressive. Uh, for me, I put three running backs down. Respect. David Montgomery. Yeah. Tony Pollard. Quadre yeah. Olsen. Now, Quadre <laughs> Olsen maybe shouldn't be spoken about in the same terms as Montgomery and Pollard, but... I thought uh, you were going to put Josh Jacobs just because it was a quiet game, but not his fault. No, I, 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 he, like, it wasn't like he played poorly. No, like, he didn't. Hard to explain. Just got away. The game got away from the Raiders. You can't yeah, play him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Montgomery's really just, he can't create for himself. Uh, yeah. It's very worrisome. I think his lack of athleticism is playing a major role in his lack of production. Uh, with Pollard, it's just, they, they're already using him inconsistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen a couple games this year where he's flashed what he can do, especially as a pass catcher. Yeah. Uh, in this game, he just wasn't breaking tackles. And Quadri Allison just, I mean, kind of just looks like a, a fullback. Just averaging like two yards a carry. <laughs> you going to call that a hit for yourself in a negative way? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But, yeah, um, uh, uh, just because we always harp on how running backs, well, especially I do, running backs are, like, irrelevant in – just compared to other positions and almost like insert anybody in here and you're going to get production. It's not always the case, clearly. <laughs> they, they need certain traits. Um, yes. And, and so I feel like I have to kind of own that a little bit. Not every rookie running back's Benny Snell. It's true. 
<laughs> um, the, the, I mean, obviously the most disappointing of the, the three was David Montgomery because yes, they both. Uh, him is a worry, and, and if he ends up not turning it around, like that's a bad miss for me. For for both of us, not yeah. just you. I, and I that's love why him as I would well. never just just never draft a running back. That's my rule because yeah. sometimes you miss on them too. So that's not great. Listen to the theme song. Facts. Uh, okay, who's looking like a hit for you? So my number one was Devin Singletary, but I had to Ottawa and I threw him in earlier. Uh, I have a more low-key one, though. Um, I think a guy we're both really high on, uh, Taylor Rapp. Again, obviously got the pl- the doors blown off them by the Ravens. But uh, he had a t- 10 tackles, a pass deflection uh, this week. Uh, I think this isn't the week to talk about Taylor I know, I know, I know. But I'm trying to... Cl- I don't know. I just Not want to a lot of hits on the table for you? <sighs> it's, it's, a, it's a scarce Thanksgiving, Rob. Yeah, Rap, Rap's been an interesting player for them, um, like kind of playing a dime linebacker role. So yeah, yeah, he's he's been starting since week seven. He's been he's been good on the whole. Like to be honest, he's been used all around. Like you said, dime linebacker, but he's been both uh, good in the run game and in the pass game. Uh, we both thought he should be playing all around. He's he's got seventy one tackles and four pass breakups on the year. Like pretty good. I just feel like he doesn't get enough credit, so I want to throw him in here. Um, yeah, fair. Uh, I went with Elton Jenkins. So the Packers card. He he was their best offensive lineman against the 49ers. He didn't give up anything. Um, I thought that was really telling, just considering how strong that 49ers front seven obviously is, and, and how much damage they did. And he wasn't the one who was at fault. Um, um can he, I jump in quick here, sir? Sure. It finally happened. Your looks like a hit. His mind looks like a miss. I had him in the third round. Obviously way too low. Um, let me hit with a couple stats here. Uh, from Ross Uglum of the Packers Report, Jenkins is the only guard with at least 500 snaps played with zero QB hits and zero sacks allowed. And obviously, like you said, he, this week it wasn't him. He had one uh, pressure allowed on 52 plays against the fearsome Niners front. He has been phenomenal. Hell yeah. That's yeah. my guy. I feel like the NFL, it's a miss for the NFL too. He shouldn't went higher. Maybe. Maybe. If he went where Lindstrom did. Well, he wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the year either. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, and then I threw another one in just because I love Debo Samuel so much, and every week he's been making plays. He 50 has, yards yeah. and a score against the Packers. When I'm my receiver, too, uh, a top, uh, I think he was the 29th player on my board or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so very, very happy about Debo Samuel. As you should be, Rob. I'm proud of you. Uh, do you have anyone else for hit or miss? No, I don't. And I don't miss. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. But Benny Snell down now. He didn't. He wasn't like phenomenal against like 98 yards. It looked pretty good. Uh, he wasn't like making people miss or anything. But he looks like just another Steelers running back who can insert and be productive. Um, I was really low on the pick when they made it, and so was I. he's been a better runner than Jalen Samuels this year. Um, and I think with James Conner obviously battling injuries, like Benny Snell, although I don't, again, I don't think he's like a franchise running back or anything. He can be a steady backup for them because yeah, I don't think Jalen Samuels is going to ever be that type of guy on the ground. Mm. His best ability is obviously as a pass catcher. Um, and, and I really, really wish Randy Fickner knew that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like when they drafted Samuels. I thought they had a distinctive plan in place for him. Turned out no, no. And, but we saw like last year he, he ran the ball better than that, I thought he that, would. That it's frustrating. 
Yeah. And then the, they're doing these trick plays with him. Yeah, I was going to say the really, Wildcat they were running with him and James Conner yeah. earlier in the year. I really just uh, like Randy Fickner. I, yeah. I'm not going to call Benny Snell a miss for me yet. But, okay. Uh, so okay, who do you think needs to step it up? Uh, This is a high draft pick. I'm going with Rashawn Gary. Oh, I, cool. I know, yeah, I mean, he hasn't played. Like, it's, it's a bit of both. Like, he hasn't played over 20 snaps since week five. So, it just is... Uh, him getting on the field is just less and less. Uh, Twelve tackles, a sack. That's it on the year. It's a bit like, like the opportunity is not too there because I mean, not the same. Like I just thought they'd have a better way especially, to utilize him, especially considering they drafted uh, him like twelfth. Well, yeah. that that and we we know or at least we believe uh, his position flexibility. Exactly, like he can yeah. play a true edge. He could be like. Even a five tech at times because he's got that that frame um, yep. rush from the interior. Like the things, kind of like how they're using Zadarius Smith already. Yeah. So you thought there might be when they took him because they uh, like taking him and then also paying Preston Smith to Zadarius Smith what you're paying them. You thought yep. there might there must be a package where they're getting all three on the field. Exactly. I mean, because they already knew they had Zedarius and Preston Smith signed. And, like, the, it can't even be, like, put on that they didn't know Zedarius Smith and Preston Smith were going to be this good. Because they, they paid, paid them. them so much. And, exactly. like, I thought it was crazy how much they paid Zedarius Smith. And, well, like, right. I looked wrong for that. And I, yep. like, Zedarius Smith's been their, one of their best five players this season and a potential pro bowler. So, like, you would think if they thought all of this that they, they had some sort of plan for Rashawn Gary. Exactly. And I – so, I mean, it's it's not knocking Gary as much – it's a, it's a bit of both. It's both. Both are both parties are at fault. Guess, so. guess where I'm going. Uh, I don't know. I'm sticking with the first-round Packers defense. Darnell oh, Savage. Yeah. Uh, he got hurt against the 49ers. But yeah. since the injury earlier in the year, he hasn't looked like the same guy that he looked like like the first three weeks of the season or whatever it was. Yeah, it's true. Um, he hasn't been affecting games nearly as much. And, and like, those first three or four weeks, he, he was popping off the screen. So I was finishing around the football. Always, uh, get, He was getting his hands on a couple footballs. Um, yeah. And I just feel like he hasn't been nearly as effective. The secondary in general hasn't been nearly as effective. Kevin King looks bad. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always been so up and down. but It's been very down lately. Yes. And, like, even Jair Alexander's not getting the same talk. He was getting talked about as potentially the best corner in football the first couple of weeks of the season. And, like, yep. Adrian Amos looked like a perfect signing to play opposite Savage. And kind of the secondary uh, in, in general, I don't think, has been playing nearly as well as it did early in the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike Patton hasn't been calling nearly the quality of defense you would hope. Um and even like Kenny Clark, the defense in general, Kenny Clark's taken a step back as well since the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I th- that team needs that defense. Certainly. That's why I love them those first couple. Remember, they were my favorite team on Game Pass the first couple weeks? It was yep. because of the defense. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, clearly the 49ers housed them. I also put Dwayne Haskins here. Yeah. Like, because you, you just want to see something. We saw that one throw that was called back two weeks ago. But, like, other than that, there hasn't even been these, like, wow, that's something to build on. And, again, this is, like, the absolute worst place for you to grow as a young quarterback. And the but, things around him aren't great. Yeah. And the play calling's not great. And Bill Callahan's his head coach. Like you mentioned earlier, though, you'd feel like he'd be able to hit Terry McLaurin a little more. Yeah. That's kind of where I want to 
Just like show some chemistry with him because McLaurin's getting yeah. old. Yeah, exactly. A lot. <laughs> uh, who do you think's not ready to play? I'm, I'm sticking the first round, which kind of sucks. Uh, Andre Dillard came in for the injured uh, yeah. Lane Johnson this week, and he just really, really struggled now, against the Seahawks. Go ahead. I man. wonder if it's just because being thrown in there on the right side, because I think yeah, too often we take it for granted that yes. we can just switch back and forth. As someone yeah. who played on the offensive line. I was so much more comfortable on the left side than I was the right side. Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask me to like kind of just flip flop in a game, that would really mess me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like naturally, you you know how your first step is the inside to protect the inside. Like naturally, I feel if if my left foot's that step because I'm on the right side, it feels so awkward for me versus the other way. I feel so much more comfortable. Yeah. And now no. uh, that that uh, at the same time, you did he, play in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, he is an NFL offensive lineman, yeah. and he really, really struggled on the right side. Um, and he, to the point where Jason Peters said he would play the right side this week if Lane Johnson's out. Yeah, that's not good. Which, uh, but I mean, also specs to Jason Peters. Yeah, but yeah, uh, especially it was with power, which, which is I, I a guess, knock we've had on him. Well, it's exactly. like the the kind of the knock. With him coming out of Washington State. Yeah, and it was like Ziggy Anza doing work on him, which he hasn't done anything all year. And obviously Clowney was out. If Clowney was in, it, it would have looked a lot worse, I think. Yeah. Um, they eventually benched him. And, like, Brooks was out with the with his issues. Yeah, um, his illness. His illness, yeah. Which, just like... It sounded horrible like, reading about that. I know, I feel so like, bad imagine for him. going through that. Yeah, for real. Good for him for being open and honest. Yeah, with no, but anyways... I think it was well received. Like yeah, absolutely, which is really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for um, me, oh, sorry. Sorry, just one one last mediocre point. It's just of all weeks for for Dillard to step up, this should have been it. You know what I mean? And he just did the opposite. I don't know. I I don't fault him maybe nearly as much as you because again, throwing him I, in on his unnatural side and no, like I he wasn't expecting to start. Yeah. And I know, like, I think it would be more justified like if Clowney was the one giving him the goods. You'd yeah. be like, well, it's Jadavion Clowney. But the fact that Ziggy Ansah's not been good this year at all, no. and this was like his his breakthrough game, not yeah, great. Not uh, good. I, I put down Quincy Williams, the Jaguars linebacker. They yeah. could they could not stop the run against Tennessee. Derrick Henry was going off. Um, I, I think they've, they, they've clearly really missed Telvin Smith this year. And Quincy Williams is a really raw player. who's just kind of was thrown into the starting because Telvin Smith is – at least sitting out there, maybe not even coming back. Um, yeah. And he just really struggled with uh, uh, run fits and just getting off blocks. And he he flashed a bit early in the season because he's really really athletic. So when he yeah. when you see him make a like a big play across the sideline, you're like, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him like on the inside run, he's and just he's not ready to play. And he lacks instinct. Why is Derrick Henry so good against the Jaguars? I'm ready to admit I was. I'm just not. I I was too low on Derrick Henry. Like, at the draft or in, like? No, 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 no. Since like, in just in general, like, because you know, I, like even last I was year, pretty, yeah, I, I was still saying, nah, Derrick Henry ain't good, or like not that, but saying like he's a very boomer bust runner, which is true. It is, yeah. But he also hasn't had the greatest off. Like uh, this game, he really looked great in the second half. He did. Um, I, I'm interested to see if, if they pay him, though. 
Yeah, that whole Titans offense is just ancient. Like, I don't know where they go from here with anyone, to yeah, be honest. Totally agree. Uh, okay, best day three rookie? I'm sitting at the linebacker position. Give me the, give me the nod to old Cole Holcomb, I baby. Got, I got Cole Holcomb here as well. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he's just an Energizer bunny. Like, he's, he's very uh, just everywhere for them. Yeah. I, I mean... Part of it, it, it's not like he's not playing an elite level or anything, but the fact that he's thrown in there as a, I think, fifth round pick. Yeah. Um, and he had picked up a big sack against the Lions. Like uh, you said, everywhere, 13 tackles. Yeah, no, he, it's been since like week one, he's been mm-hmm. a bright spot, one of the few bright spots for that team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, best undrafted rookie? Uh, hey, I'll do. I got two, but I'll go with Steven Sims first for the, the kicker turn touchdown, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, you got it. And then my other pick, uh, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, because he. I went with Jacoby Myers as well. Yeah, it was my first pick. Uh, it was a promising game from him in the in the rain in, uh, against the Cowboys. Four yeah. catches, seventy four yards. I, I he. I still don't understand how he went undrafted. I. Me neither. And he's but. gonna, he's gonna, I think, just get better and better and find a, a real role with that Patriots team. Like this was kind yeah. of his first in regular season action, but obviously he was awesome in the preseason. Yeah, um, just um, kind of that big slot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, rookie of flash. I threw AJ Brown here, which is which is a cheap one, I guess. But I no, just wanted to. No, 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 because no, I put Devin Singletary here. Okay. Because right. sometimes, like, for guys like that, there's not we don't have, like, the perfect category to stick them in, but you also yeah. don't want to not talk about them. Exactly, yeah. And I just figured calling him flashy because the 65-yard yak touchdown, I felt like that was a fair one. And, I mean, you talked about him a lot already. It's just I, – I think I was underappreciative of how his yak ability would translate to the NFL. I think I was, too. Like, I thought I, he was – I think – Top, I, th- yeah. I think he was like a top 60 player on my board, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize how immediate he could uh, be a playmaker for them. Yeah, I, I like, you know, obviously he was really good at it in Ole Miss, but I thought it was going to just turn into more of like not these massive 65-yard plays where like, you know, he'll make a catch and make a couple guys miss and get an extra 15, 20, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's finishing. Yeah, and it's been impressive, and it's... He's made it look easy, too. Yeah. Uh, I also had Devin White and Jamal Dean here, though. So, basically, like, we just flip-flopped. We just flip-flopped. <laughs> uh, out of nowhere, Rook? Uh, my out of nowhere, Rook? It's got to be Kareth White, baby. Mine's also Kareth White. <laughs> hey, he got I mean, drafted. When he got drafted, I was confused. <laughs> when he came out, I was confused. <laughs> yeah. Devin Singletary's backup. Hey, oh, get them together. I, I like... I, when, I think when he went to Pittsburgh originally, I didn't even know. So oh, this is... They, they like signed him this week. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> him and Benny Snell, a little uh, Thunder and Lightning duo, eh? Oh, you said it. Uh, yeah. A yeah. couple chunk runs, and you're just making people miss. He's, First play of the game, wasn't it? He's the most yards? athletic running back on the roster. That I mean, that's like, you can't deny it. It's uh, a fact. So I was pretty happy. I also put Steven Sims here again. You mentioned the yeah. turn touchdown as well. He, yeah. He's had like some weird flash gadget plays too this year. Just like a respect. He, uh, his other kick return was a big one too. Yeah, I know. He's been good returning this year. Uh, start the rook. All right. Um, on November 4th, Les Needs said he expects to see, quote, 
more and more of Darrell Henderson. And since then, he's played a grand total of 11 snaps. Uh, zero snaps this week. Hasn't touched the ball in two weeks. Uh, I know he didn't set the world on fire when he's been on the field earlier in the season and whatnot, but you drafted him to make explosive plays. Like, that's what you thought you were getting in him. Todd really hasn't looked right, obviously. The offense needs to jumpstart. Give him more more plays. Like, I, I don't know why they haven't. Uh, I'm also talking some running back. The duo of Patrick Laird and Miles Gaskin, I'm ready for them to start for the Dolphins. Because who, who cares? Let's let's get them more snaps and see. And you know, like, Bellage is one of the worst players in the league. <laughs> yeah, he's not good. I also put Miles Boyk in here. I mean... I think technically he's a Ravens starter, but let's uh that that high point from RG three pretty impressive mm-hmm. against the Rams. Let's uh let's get him in a little more action. You, I mean I agree with that because like Willie Saints, Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, Seth Roberts, like might as well uh, get Boy, can Miles. Hollywood on the outside, Sneed uh, in the slot, and then your tight end trio. You got like that's a solid group. Like if they pan out, you know what I mean? Yeah, if everyone's a hit, it's a good group. <laughs> I feel like you could say that about anyone, including the Bucks secondary. Um, all right. <laughs> Attention! That was loud. Past, present, and future MyBookie players. For this week only, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team uh, Yeah, choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got an extra holiday spending money. If you lose, also congratulations to you as well. MyBookie will give you all of your money back, baby. It's a no-brainer because you literally, literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy, baby. Uh, doesn't matter matter whether you're an expert. Uh, my God. Doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. MyBookie welcomes all to come play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting a sports bet but have lots of questions? Don't sweat it. My Bucky's patient customer service uh, team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join now, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log, out, log on to mybucky.ag and make your first deposit with promo code CHAIR. And MyBucky will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. So we put 250 bucks in and then get the risk-free bet. You're like, look at like 500 bucks if my math adds up. Uh, let me repeat that. That's a guaranteed deposit, match, and risk-free bet for this week only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose. Make sure you do your part to support your team this season. Hop on the grave train and get on the action with my bookie. Let me say, Thanksgiving Day football is the best day for betting on football. I don't know why, but I feel that way. Rob, do you agree? Sure. Thank you. You play, you win, you get paid. My Bucky. Let's get to our week 13 picks and predictions. All the spreads from my Bucky. Uh, I went 6 and 8 last week. Rob went 7 and 7. I already know. Don't even need to ask him. Let's get to the Thanksgiving slate of games. Uh, the $250 up to bonus game, gravy game, baby. 12.30, Bears minus 3 at Lions. Uh, Jeff Driscoll is playing. What do you think? I'm going to take the Bears and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I feel the same way, but it's the gravy game, so we got to do an hour and a half breakdown. Um, no, I'm taking the Bears. Let's be this is good. This is the only time, like, cause people are gonna be busy because it's Thanksgiving, like, getting it all together at the time of this game. So it's okay that it sucks. I think. Yeah. Get yeah. the get the lines off Thanksgiving. I'll say it. 
What the fuck? Are you serious? I said it. That's honestly the worst take I've ever heard you say. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I can move on. 4.30. <laughs> Bills at Cowboys. Uh, Dallas at minus 6.5. This is a pretty. This is like not a great game, but a fun matchup. Yeah, more interesting one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the '90s history of the two. Uh, give Give me the Cowboys. I just the Bills don't show up against the good teams. Uh, the Cowboys need a rebound. If Jason Garrett messes this one up again too, though, just I don't know how he keeps his job. Uh, yeah. I would. I, I would be firing him after the season, regardless. But I don't know. Jerry Jones is crazy. I'll, I'll take the Bills plus the points, but Cowboys win. I, I think they'll do enough to hang around. Um, okay, here's my Thanksgiving take. The Thursday nighter should just be open, and you f- you pick that week or a couple weeks in advance which game to flex into Thursday I think night. there shouldn't be a Thursday night game. So, Ooh, how come? I think it should just be basketball. Okay, basketball, basketball really missing an opportunity to play. Uh, so, I'm um, uh, it's it's Thanksgiving. It's football. Like uh, if you said it should be the Egg Bowl only. Yeah, that's also that's right. a good take. Uh, but yeah, Saints minus seven in Atlanta playing the Falcons. I'll take the Saints. The Falcons proved they are really actually not good after tricking some people and thinking they were. Yeah, I, I got tricked into taking them last week, so I'm not getting tricked this week. I'm taking the Saints, uh, who also didn't cover last week. So I mean, it's the, it's the NFC South is always wonky. Yeah. Okay, but. one p.m. We've got the Packers at Giants. Packers seven-point favorites. Uh, I am going to take the Packers because I think Daniel Jones is going to fumble seven times. Retweet. Packers also. 1 p.m. Washington at Carolina. Carolina's minus 10. Hard game for Dwayne Haskins to try and rebound in, especially on the road against his defense. I don't think the Panthers are a playoff team by any means, and I'm not a Kyle Long guy, but give me the Panthers. I'm a, 10 points is a lot. I'm taking Washington plus points. Uh, the game of the week, probably 49ers at Ravens. Baltimore's minus six. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the 49ers. I, not to say they'll win, but I think that pass rush keeps them in the game, even though it's against Lamar Jackson. If anyone's yeah. going to be able to contain Lamar Jackson to some extent, it's Robert Sala in this front seven. Uh, I, I totally agree. And, like, the six feels like a lot of points. Of Like, the Ravens are awesome, but a little disrespectful to the Niners. I'm taking the Niners. Uh, Titans at Colts. Indies minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts here. They need this game. The Titans do too. They're both in that six seed race. Yeah. But, uh, Colts and the Colts are still alive for the, well, they're both still alive for the division. Yeah, game. but I, I think Houston's going to take that. Um, mm. I'm going to take the Colts because they're at home. Also taking the Colts. Uh, Eagles minus nine and a half at Dolphins. I, I think you just have to, no matter what, pick against the Dolphins. You don't feel good ever taking them. So, even though the Eagles are a mess right now, I'm taking the Eagles. Like, it feels like they... Can't beat teams by 10 points. But, yeah, fuck it. I'm taking the Eagles, too. Uh, Bucks at Jags. Jacksonville's minus one. I'm going to take the Bucks. I, the that, Jags just look so demoralized against the Titans. Yeah. I don't know. If, if they couldn't stop A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill, I don't know how they stopped Godwin and Mike Evans, even if Winston throws three picks. I'll, you know, I'll take the Jags just to, just to be different from you. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird game. Uh, Jets minus three and a half in Cincy. Uh, I will take the, the Jets because it – Similar to the uh, pick, just always pick against the Bengals, always pick against the Dolphins. Sam Darnold's played a yeah. lot better lately. I know Andy Dalton's back, but yeah, I'm all, I'm also taking the Jets. When when Darnold's like healthy, the team is in like absolute garbage. It's okay, kind of. Browns minus two and a half. Last of the one o'clocks in Pittsburgh. I'm taking Steelers. Duck. This uh, this defense, I think, uh, 
can really get after Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, I just don't feel good against pick, picking against my team. So, no, fair enough. I'll I'll take Cleveland. It's only a field goal game. I feel like they're a field goal better than the Steelers team right now. Well, they need to be at least. Anyways, uh, four o'clock Rams minus three in Arizona. Uh, I'm gonna take the Ram- or the Cardinals. Sorry, the Kyler Murray and Cliff coming off the bye week. See what they got. The Rams defense couldn't contain Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray's not Lamar Jackson, but um, I think they'll struggle to get after him. And the Rams offense just—I don't know what that is. I, I'm seeing the cards too. They just—they just keep competing. It's more like, fun to the take the cards. So, yeah, I agree. I hate the Rams. I'm kind of like the cards until they're good, and then I'll hate them. Uh, 425 Raiders at Chiefs. Casey's minus nine and a half. I'm going to take the Chiefs Me too. at home. Raiders maybe aren't as good as uh, John Gruden had us believing the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's kind of hard right now to bet the Raiders. Some, sometimes they're competitive, and sometimes like that was such a stinker against the Jets. Yeah, and the Chiefs off the bye at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers minus two and a half in Denver. I mean, Drew Locke might be playing. But I'm going to take the Chargers because, yeah, this, this Broncos team, you just can't trust them right now. Not that you can trust no. the Chargers, but no. they have more to trust. That's true. I'm taking the Chargers, too. Sunday Night Football, Patriots minus 3.5 at Houston. I'm going to take the Patriots because uh, you shouldn't bet against them unless Jason Garrett's coaching opposite because he's just playing for the cover. Especially when it's Houston and it's like 100 ex Patriots staffers on that team. Yeah, and Bill O'Brien can't beat Belichick. No, you can't. I'm taking New England as well. And when I football, the true game of the week, I fished you in earlier Vikings at Seahawks. Seattle's minus three. I am taking Seattle. I'm also taking Seattle because, again, I have to. What a, what a week end of football, though, Rob. Indeed. That felt like I was going to start an ad for some reason, but no, I'm advertising football. Okay. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. Bye. Bye?